0: I always say that one of the most spiritual things you can do is to start your own business. Oh yeah, there's a lot of inner work and growth that goes into it. But when we think of business, we think of business and we forget there is that spiritual side to it. So today I've brought my friend onto the podcast who is an expert in really helping you create your legacy brand. And we're talking all about spiritual stuff in here too. And you know, I'm pulling some cards. I can't wait for you to hear the messages because it goes along so well. So if you've been thinking of starting your business or already have one, And you're a little afraid to put yourself out there, or maybe you're thinking you've got to follow all of the steps that people are teaching and not listening to who you really are, then you definitely want to listen in because Tiffany is talking about magnetizing your energy, and she's giving you some really key ingredients in creating your brand. So stay tuned. (laughs) welcome to spiritual and ambitious i'm your host whitney mcneil i'm a certified medium and spiritual teacher and i help spiritual and ambitious souls just like you live your life purpose through your career and attract abundance by connecting into your intuition and spirit guide let's get spiritual and ambitious Welcome to another episode of the Spiritual and Ambitious Podcast. I have Tiffany Newman as our guest today, and Tiffany is going to be talking with me about how to create a legacy with your brand, which I am so excited for all of you listening to soak up this energetic message. It's not just the marketing piece or branding piece. There's an energetic message in here for you, too. So Tiffany is a brand strategist and founder of Your Legacy Brand. And she is a visionary branding strategist who helps mission-driven entrepreneurs and influencers up-level their businesses. What I really love is that Tiffany is down for talking about all things spiritual. So thank you so much, Tiffany, for joining us on the Spiritual Ambitious podcast today.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Whitney. I'm excited to be here.
0: Me too. And I know that we talked recently on your podcast as well. And I love how our spirit guides kind of got together and we were talking about how they can kind of combine their knowledge with you. And one of the things that I say is when we start our businesses, we often attract spirit guides that specialize in that too. So I'm sure you have a lot of spirit (laughs) guides that specialize in branding and marketing and that's what I really love, and how unique the message can be for for everybody, because it seems that you kind of channel is what i I feel like you kind of channel when you're working with a client for their branding. So can you tell us a little bit about what a legacy brand is and why entrepreneurs, especially spiritual entrepreneurs, need one?
1: Yes, absolutely. I think you're right on, Whitney, about the channeling part. Maybe we should revisit that later because (laughs) I think I knew that, but then you, like our last discussion made it even more apparent. So anyways, for me, branding is so much more, and you may have heard this if you're in business, you know, it's so much more than a logo and colors and everything else, right? We all know this. We all know that there's more depth to it. Like what you see on the surface, there's so much more that needs to happen below that, like getting clear on your vision, values, voice. Your brand message, your personal stories, all of those things. The thing that a lot of people don't talk about that you kind of brought up is like the energetics of your brand. And there's so much that goes into that as well in the creation of the brand, but also how you present it into the world, how you embody it. And I often see so many people who are very disconnected from their brand. And so it doesn't come off aligned and it doesn't really attract those ideal clients. So The idea legacy embodies that piece of like it is a spiritual process. I believe it's a really deep dive to really uncover your true brand. But also, what is the legacy that you're leaving behind with your business? What is a legacy you can leave now? And then the third element is really how you can manifest the business that you dream of faster, which is what I like to do is look three, five, ten years out into your vision Where do you want your brand to be? And then we reverse engineer and create a brand that you can actually grow and evolve into because too many people create a brand for right now. And then they find themselves constantly reinventing the wheel like, oh, I have to update my brand again. I have to update my brand again when really it should be like pretty much set it and forget it and you will evolve. But if you plan your brand for the future, then you can grow into it, evolve, pivot under it. And that really is what is a legacy is. If we look at like Levi's jeans and brands that have been around for a long time, they may have these slight tweaks to the brands, but the main core essence is not going to change. And that's really the idea around the legacy piece.
0: Mm, I like it. You know what's coming up? Those personality tests that we take, like the Enneagram or Myers-Briggs. One of the things I hear is your number doesn't change. Your type doesn't change. And so what I'm getting from this, is like your values, your essence, your authenticity, that's not going to change. There might be some tweaks as you grow. So this is a really good nugget of of information. And I love that you're talking about the future of where you want to go, because I do work with students in a future visioning exercise, the future Mm -hmm. self. I think that's really important because sometimes we're not really including our vision, (laughs) So all this really sounds like a lot of inner work too, which I get really excited about. And I imagine that when you help people with this, there are blocks that are uncovered. There's Really diving deep into what people believe about themselves. So, I did want to ask you if we could go down that road a little bit more. As you said, mm-hmm. it's kind of a spiritual process. Can you tell us a little bit more about what that kind of looks like when you work with people in that spiritual realm? Which is, you might not call it that, but it really feels like that's what it is.
1: Yeah, it truly is. You know, the more, you know, after I left corporate and really, you know, I was used to branding with. Brands like Adidas and Stoly Vodka and Burt's Bees. And so there's not a ton of spirituality in that. But when I realized working with women entrepreneurs, mostly online, who have either are solopreneurs or have small businesses, you know, they're with a small team you really are your brand and so so often we have these layers that have built up on us over time like a corporate career or being a mother or being a wife or being XYZ and these expectations that we put on ourselves that others put on us and the culture that we grew up in the you know just the world in general and the beliefs so we often show up the way we think we should be rather than the way we truly are. So. To me, like getting back to your essence, it allows you to really find out who you truly are. Because I think a lot of us as women, it's like, wow, these years have gone by. Who am I really at this Mm -hmm. point? You know, I had to do that own journey for myself coming out of corporate and like getting back to my own essence. So I really love helping women go through that process. And uncover who they truly are and it is a spiritual process I mean finding out who you are is very spiritual but it also then is like okay now that we know that how does it apply to your voice how does that apply to your messaging then comes the visuals on top of that and I think that's why so many people don't feel aligned is because they just go on Fiverr grab a logo grab some pretty colors and fonts and be like here's my brand and it's like no 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 there's so much more to that for the brand to really provide you ROI and for you to feel really excited about it.
0: Mm, I like that a lot. It feels like it's almost not that we all need permission, but it feels like it gives permission for you to really be yourself, which is really beautiful and to create
1: Mm. your
0: own unique essence. I talk a lot about really the secret sauce of who you are. And I, I love hearing that it it comes out in your brand. And just everyone listening, it's okay to be who you are in your business too. Business can seem so scary sometimes and marketing can seem so scary. And I do want to talk a little bit about that too. So you help people ditch bro marketing tactics and instead use conscious messaging, which I applaud you for. Thank you for being in the world (laughs) for doing that. But can you tell us a little bit more, more about that and how you work with people that way?
1: Yeah. So it's been interesting, especially, you know, the last three year with everything that's happening in the world. And even myself, like when I came into the space and I learned there's a lot of like tried and true methods of like how to run a workshop, how to do sales, how to do all these things. And a lot of it is like, you know, hard closing or conversion based. And there's nothing wrong. We all want conversion, right? Like we want... To do that, but when you come from a spiritual place and you're coming from your essence, and we talked about this a little bit last time, I truly believe that people will be magnetized to you when it's their Mm -hmm. time, they need what you have, and you're putting out the right energetics and the right messaging so they grasp it and click on it. There's no need to do these pushy sales tactics. You know, you still need to be out there, you still need to be inviting people into your world, inviting people to attend your events. You can't just sit there, you know, like love attraction on your couch, like, oh, things are going to come to me. Like, you still have to take action, <laughs> but it's so much more flowing and aligned and it feels so much better. So, I always trust that the right people are going to come to me at the right divine timing. And it's always worked out that way. And I literally always have clients just being like, oh my gosh, you just showed up in my feed and like, you're exactly what I needed. And I'm like, yep,
0: that's yeah. the way it works.
1: <laughs> but if you don't, have that aligned energy, which is kind of like what you teach, but you don't have the right branding or messaging, they're not going to click those two things together. So for me, you need both of those things together. (laughs) And that's why like you don't need those slimy sales tactics or to feel weird about it. It's really you do you, you show up, you invite people into your world. And as long as you have the right messaging to explain what you do and clarity and confidence around it, then it's like magic.
0: Oh, yes, I believe that too. Sometimes when I work with ambitious people who are ready to start their own business, they'll either get caught up in the, what is this supposed to look like? You know, is this going to be perceived well? But also, wait a minute, they're doing it like this, or they're doing their marketing this way, or should it look this way? And I think it's so important, just what you said. It's important to really follow what you feel and know that you're magnetizing your own energy and your business's energy versus trying to go through the motions of doing what someone else is doing. And when we're really out of alignment, we're not authentic. It just, I think, really attracts the wrong people. And sometimes Mm. there's problem clients or clients that just, you know, you don't feel that click in and. A lot of times you're not really standing in your authentic energy of who you are. So thank you for helping everybody, but also shedding some light on this topic too. So when we come back after this quick break, I want to talk about the three biggest mistakes that you see people making with their brands. And what's the number one thing you suggest people fix first in their brand. And I've got a couple other things in store too. So we'll be back after this really quick break. As a professional psychic medium, I've done tens of thousands of readings, but I felt a call to move more fully into teaching intuition, but I still get so many requests about doing readings. So while I don't do readings anymore, I have brought in some very trusted colleagues who are now available for live one-hour readings on Zoom. If you would like to book your psychic medium reading, Go to messengerofspirit.com forward slash appointments to see our available readers and schedule your Zoom reading today. Thanks for hanging in there with me. We are back with Tiffany Newman, our guest today, talking about conscious branding and creating a legacy brand And one of the things I like to do, Tiffany, which I actually didn't tell you about, so I hope you see this as a fun surprise. (laughs) I like to pull cards for our
1: guests (laughs) on the podcast.
0: And I'd love for you to tell me your interpretation of the message that comes through. So the first card that I got was the card of choice. And Mm -hmm. I love how these come through with a topic that we're covering. So it seems to me it's decision time for people who are listening, like, what are you going to do? But also, I wanted to get your take on it. How would this play into what you do and how you help others through their branding with choice
1: Ooh, that is such a good, there's so many ways I could go with this, honestly. (laughs) But I think it does come down to that, is like you you do have a choice on how you show up, right? And you can, like you said, kind of follow others' lead, or just kind of throw spaghetti at the wall. Or you can take the time, like I like to say, slow down to speed up, because doing the deep work does take some time. And I get clients in, and they're like, I got to get this done as soon as possible. I'm like, okay, slow down to speed up. And we still get it done fairly quickly, but it's one of the biggest investments you can make in your business because your brand is everything. It's It like really shows your essence to the world. So I think that's the choice right now for the listeners. And then I would say, like for me personally, I think it's a choice of who you want. I mean, there's just so many choices we can have. <laughs> Right. But for me, it's like the choice of where we're heading, like, especially when the time we're recording this, it's fairly new in the year. And I think we're all going through an evolution of where we're going. And so, like to your point, I started talking more about the conscious branding less and more about the spirituality. So I've made my own personal choice, And it's so funny that you said, like our spirits guide connected us because, even I am still on this path and learning like I came from the corporate world and I moved my way up my business blew up very quickly and I kind of stayed in like the teaching mentality I was also a professor at college and so taking off my own masks I made a choice recently not that I haven't been authentic but to dig deeper into that and really start talking about how this is a spiritual practice and why it's a the deepest self-development practice i think you can go through so for me personally that's what i feel from it is like i made my own choice and then it's aligning people and attracting people who are also at that gateway of like it's time to make a choice now
0: <laughs> mm, i love it i also pulled the card of say yes to new opportunities which i thought was wonderful so this is for everybody and it's the open door card so if you're listening in and you're not on youtube this is a card with the doors just cracking open. And so many times we resist and say, no, we can't do this. No, we can't. We just can't do that. And it's time to start saying yes. And you know, what I get from this is saying yes to yourself. And I thought you would appreciate this too, Tiffany. This is the healing guide card. And this feels like This process that you lead people through is super healing. Like this is the inner work. (laughs) So, you know, we forget to choose ourselves and this message is focus on your health and choose it above all else. But what I really get is, you know, this process is so healing. And the more that we allow ourselves to be who we are, the more we help others and give others permission to be who they are and they can heal from that too. So mm-hmm. I wanted to to pass those last two cards on to you as well. And it just feels like it's so in alignment with that. So thank you for sharing your insights. But I do want to ask you about the three biggest mistakes you see people making with their brands. Can you shed some light on that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the first one we've sort of been talking about is the biggest mistake that I see people doing is not giving their brand the love that it actually needs. A lot of people, you know, there's a lot we have to do in business. And so I always say we're kind of building the plane while we're flying it, right? We, we're like, oh, I need to do this and I need to do that. And we kind of just put things together and see how it goes. And that's part of entrepreneurship. I mean, just at least you're taking action, right? <laughs> But a lot of times we tend to build our brand unconsciously. We're not being strategic about it. We're not consciously saying like, I'm taking these actions. This is how I'm molding my brand. This is how I'm building my brand. So that's the first one is really starting to think consciously about it and really look not comparing yourself. But if you look at any thought leaders that you, you know, listening really look up to, chances are they're going to have an amazing brand that's been established and that's why too. So that's number one. Number two, we've kind of touched on as well, which is like giving yourself permission. So I like to use my client Elaine for this example because a lot of times I get women who want to rebrand. So if you're starting out, then you're learning all of this amazingness from the beginning and you don't have to do this. But a lot of times, again, as we build the plane, as we're flying it, and we end up what I call kind of like a disjointed brand. Like it's not super cohesive, it's not super coherent, and you've evolved over time. And what happens is there's so much mindset around it, right? And a lot of times we're afraid to change because what we have created has worked up to an extent. So we cap ourselves at that limit rather than saying, Well, what's is it keeping me from my true upper limit? Like you Cap yourself at an upper limit because there's fear to go to the next level. And a lot of that is in the way that we're being seen. So for example, my client Elaine, she had an amazing business. She was hosting retreats in LA. She was a business coach and career coach. She was really well known. She was kind of had this boss babe brand vibe visually, and it was working well, but she had such a bigger vision. She wanted to She was a first generation immigrant. She wanted to support women of color. Long story short, she came to me and she's like, I know I'm being called to this next level, but I'm so afraid to like ruin what I have that I'll just lose everything. So I was like, okay, reframe that because what if you can keep that and attract so much more? So when we did her rebrand, rather than this like pinky boss babe, the visuals turned to more of like her Filipino colors that she loves the messaging completely shifted to women of all colors and we created this beautiful movement. And so now she's known globally and has this huge network globally where she was just focused in LA before because she pushed past that fear. So I like to call that the messy middle. Just know when most people get stuck in their brand, it's because there are going to be some questions and to lean into that fear a little bit and get through it is the answer. And then the last piece would be getting help. So obviously, I do this. I help people create their legacy brands. But so often, we're like, who can do it better than I? Even if you have a small team, you know how that is. If you're the leader and you're like, I could just do it better myself. Like, I know me the best. I'm going to create my brand. But what happens is um, you can't see the label from inside the bottle, right? So it's so hard to have an objective view of yourself. So you do know yourself best but I've specifically created a process to pull your essence out of you without like putting you in a box of an archetype or just making it look pretty. That's the biggest thing I see is like people just spin their wheels and stay in that messy middle. They never come out of it because they're either perfectionism or what have you. So to have a guide that can actually guide you through the process is the third mistake that I see people making.
0: I think that we can all relate to, I can just do it myself. It'll be way faster. It'll be easier. (laughs) Nobody else can do it. Like I can do it. All that stuff. I mean, I am raising my hand over here. I have totally said that before. And I think that's really important. I love too that putting this as a priority really helps. I feel like. Kind of laser focus in on what your messaging is. It sounds like what you do really does almost create a magnet for things to flow easier in your business. And oh my goodness, that story of your client is just so heartwarming and Mm -hmm. a proof that it's okay to pivot. It's okay to even start over. And instead of thinking it's not going to work, what if it is going to be even better, which
1: is so beautiful. Mm,
0: And it always happens
1: that way. I could tell you countless stories like that because there's, there just is fear around it, you know, or people who are newer in business. And so they don't have that established, but they're afraid, you know, like what if, what if I invest in this and it doesn't come out right. And the truth is once you, Surrender, I like to use that word to the process. Like it's just really magical if you allow it to happen.
0: Mm. And surrendering is really important. I think that when we think of surrender, especially when we're ambitious, we can feel that resistance of, no, no, I don't want to do it. Like I'm gonna make this happen. That's <laughs> gonna yes. work on my timeline. And when we get our intuition involved and our spirit guides involved, they're really going to make sure we get the message. Nope. It's time to surrender. And one of the best tips out there for you listening is if you're feeling that resistance, I like to imagine I'm in a river floating and say, I flow with ease and grace and the divine river of life. And this could also Mm -hmm. be, you know, with the divine essence of my, my business, (laughs) whatever really works best for you. But surrendering to that process, it reminds me of the Phoenix and Mm -hmm. Phoenix is full of fire, but it's time for rebirth. And if you're feeling that call for rebirth and listen into these messages. So Tiffany, I wanted to ask you if you're just can pick one thing, like if we can just pick one thing, what would the number one thing be that you would suggest someone fix first if they're considering starting a brand or changing their brand?
1: Yeah. So for me, this comes back to really the foundations of the brand. So like I said earlier, the the visuals are important because they do capture people's attention and things like that. But I think we always go to that. So I have this five-step process that I talk about. I won't get into the whole detail, but basically the fifth step is the visuals and how you finish it. Like that's polishing the brand, right? so rather than putting lipstick on the pig that's like you know you're building a beautiful home and you're putting like the last coat of paint on and it's it's a full it's got the solid foundation so really thinking dialing back in and looking at the brand foundation which is the messaging so that's the first step i do with clients is really helping them look at what is the brand story what is the narrative that i'm talking about what are my taglines what am i going to call myself what are the titles And you might have bits and pieces of those. But oftentimes what I find is people don't have like a cohesive package that not only that they can use, but then if you are established that you can hand over to a team or hand over to a copywriter or hand over to an ads manager. And it's like this brand Bible. So other people can also talk in your voice and help you out. And then if you're new, it's just like getting the clarity on that in the first place. Because once you have that. I've had clients tell me like, then all the other shiny objects melt away. I don't need to, oh, go try this marketing tactic or go try that and sign up for all these courses because you're clear. And once you're clear, you can just take off and focus on what matters. So that would be the first thing is really looking at those foundational pieces.
0: Mm, foundations, everything, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Definitely. I love it.
1: So I think I already
0: know this, but I've got to ask you, how does being spiritual and ambitious show up in your life, which I think we know. So maybe I'm going to change this question to what does being spiritual and ambitious mean to you?
1: Hmm, such a good question. To me, you know, I think they say that there's no such thing as balance, which I kind of believe in. Some people talk about balance, but for me, it's like an integration is is the word that's coming to me because I'm very ambitious. I'm a quick start by nature if you, I don't even remember what personality test that is, but (laughs) you know, I'm always going and forget to celebrate. I've really learned, like I was talking about earlier, to slow down, to speed up. And so for me, that's the integration of being ambitious, putting those things out into the world, doing what you're called to be doing, listening to your intuition and following it without like over questioning it. But also, you know, like, so yeah, the ambition, but also it's balanced by like the knowing if that makes sense and slowing it down so you can hear what you need to hear. You know, you talked about channeling earlier and I have that all the time where I like wake up at 3am and I'm like, Oh, I can't get to my paper and pen fast enough. And like just things pour out of me. I'm like, where is this coming from ideas for clients and like my own stuff. And I think that's it. Like it's so much more fun and flowing to be ambitious when you're not trying to like make things happen. Like you said, and work hard And you can just let things flow and come to you. Like, it's so beautiful. And it's taken me a while to get to that place. And I'm always still working on it. But that's what it means to me.
0: You know, it's so funny. I was just talking with one of my students today. And she was saying she was having a creative block. And I pretty much said what you just said of... Allow things to flow and maybe it comes through at 3 a.m., not, you know, the scheduled time that you have on your calendar. So get your notes app ready or your pen and paper. So I love how you have that example of, yeah, that's how it works for me. So I have one more spirit message I want to share with everybody. But before we do that, I wanted to ask you, Tiffany, what's the best way for everyone listening to find you to work with you? Tell us a little bit more about how to do that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So my website is yourlegacybrand.com. So of the details i have a fun quiz you can take on there and then if you want to connect with me more personally i hang out on instagram the most so i'm at tiffany newman creative on instagram as well so i'd love to get dms or just you know we can follow each other love to connect
0: yes so follow tiffany over on instagram and dm both of us let us know the aha moments especially tiffany since she's sharing all this wisdom here today And we will link all of Tiffany's information in the show notes. And finally, this is what popped up. Isn't this cool? This is you're building a firm foundation. Oh my gosh. I pulled this right (laughs) after you said it. And I just silently, you know, kind of chose a card. I felt like this is what it was. And so the really when you're thinking about this. Remember that your brand is helping create a foundation for you. And listen to this portion of the podcast (laughs) that Tiffany was talking about the foundation and making sure everything is really in that cohesive place. So thank you, Tiffany, so much. Are there any last words of wisdom that you'd like to share before you leave?
1: Not really. I just appreciate you having me here today, Whitney. And I would just say just really lean into what is your legacy? That would be my last piece for people is if you truly had no questions or fears, like what would you be doing and lean into that?
0: Oh, that's a good one. That's a thought provoking and a great journal prompt. <laughs> so thank you so much, Tiffany, for being on the podcast. And thank you all for listening. I will be back Next week, with a brand new episode, but until then, here's to staying spiritual and ambitious. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. And if you loved it, would you please share it with a friend? I would also love your review and a reminder to subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can find me at messengerspear.com and you can take the Four Intuitive Languages quiz and find show notes there too. If you want to connect on YouTube, Facebook, or Instagram, you can find me at Messenger of Spirit. I'll meet you right here next week. Here's to staying spiritual and ambitious.
1: This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.